0: We already explored this a little bit about feeling cared about, and I kind of want to go through some cues right now. It's quite possible that attempting to feel cared about fairly quickly activates not feeling cared about. Or maybe a block to feeling cared about because, for example, as children or in particularly intimate relationships. Feeling cared about often activates longings to be cared about, which perhaps historically in one's love life or childhood, one was not sufficiently cared about, which then associates to pain. So the brain is very smart. It manages that by shutting down the longing to be cared about in the first place. Because it thinks, or it associates that longing to pain. So whatever it may be, there might be some reason that's a block to feeling cared about. Sometimes also, we want to be cared about in the right way, by the right person, at the right time. And we're afraid that if we let in other lesser or different aspects of feeling cared about, that that will somehow let them off the hook. (laughs) Or... they'll they'll think they were so independent and fulfilled that they won't need to care about us. These are some of the usual suspects of reasons that block the activation and then installation of experiences of being cared about. So if that happens for you, it's totally normal. It's very standard. Be aware of it. And as best you can, er, er, work that muscle. er, er, Try to pry open a slot on the motherboard of the brain, you know, for that positive experience of being cared about. Okay. So just to explore this, I'm going to name a variety of cues. And at about 20 or 30 seconds each, I'll kind of feel my way into it. See what's easy or hard for you to activate at will. And then later on, you might ask yourself, huh, is there anything useful to learn from this? In terms of the channels that are easy for me to turn on, or the songs that are easy for me to play in the inner iPod, and the ones that are difficult. okay, and then we'll talk about this. So to begin with, um, think about being part of a group in your life today or in your past where you really are part of a team, a kind of team. Could be a work group, could be a a family in a good sense. You know, part of a group that has positive associations to it so that you can experience inclusion. Be mindful of the experience of inclusion. What's it like to feel included? And if you like, especially if you know that this is a, an important vitamin C for you, to help it sink in. If you want to experiment with the fourth step of pairing, if it works for you, okay. But if it's at all challenging, if you get sucked into the negative at all, don't do it. Just stay with the positive. In this case, feeling included. In other words, I belong. I'm in. And then another prompt, moving on from inclusion, Think of one or more things that can help you feel understood or seen. Maybe a moment with someone where you felt really understood, or maybe just kind of an amalgam of experiences with a friend or partner, perhaps a teacher, perhaps a therapist, who gives you this, as Dan Siegel puts it eloquently, the sense of feeling felt. of being empathized with? What's it like to feel seen, to feel known, or, or simply to feel that someone wants to understand sincerely, even if they don't perfectly get it yet. At least they're trying. What's it like to be on the receiving end of someone who's trying to know you in some way? And then another prompt, another possibility. Think of one or more things that give you a sense of being appreciated, respected, maybe even prized. Perhaps a sense of a parent or grandparent as a kid who just thought you were the bee's knees, so special. Or maybe in a work environment where uh, a gruff word of approval from your boss is like winning a gold medal. And, or maybe uh, standing up before an audience and people are clapping. Something, some moment where you feel, or maybe just a friend who really respects you, appreciates you. Or someone who just really appreciates what you give in your family. Or in your place of service or work. And then letting that become, in one flavor or another, an experience of feeling appreciated, valued, feelings of being valued. And as always, when you find a positive state, seeing if you can help it sink in. Take it in. Extend it. Help it last. Help it become richer and richer. What is it like to feel valued or appreciated? And then sensing and intending that it's sinking into you. How about another one? Two more little prompts. We'll talk about it. Another prompt is, can you bring to mind one or more people or times where you felt liked? Liked. It could be fairly mild. I think of the guys across the street who, in the deli, who make my sandwich or salad. We like each other. We're not best buddies but I know they like me. Or maybe a friend who likes you, perhaps someone that's fond of you, maybe in a group where everybody likes you, you're liked. What's it like to feel liked? By the way, the whole relationship doesn't need to be perfect to feel liked, but there's one legitimate slice of the pie in which they're fond of you. You may drive them crazy, but they like you, or vice versa. What's it like to feel liked and to help the sense of being liked to sink in, especially if anywhere in your history you haven't felt that liked. And then last and far from least. Bring to mind any sense you can, even if you need to imagine it, if all else fails, that you are loved from your history or from your life these days, bringing to mind one or more beings that you know loves you, cherishes you. It could even be your pet. Perhaps someone from your past who really gave you a strong feeling of being loved there might be something bittersweet with this perhaps there's a loss that person's no longer in your life you could have a sense if it's meaningful of spiritual beings who love you perhaps a sense of God's love if that's real for you meaningful or not it's fine if not it's fine and If all else fails, it's okay to imagine a loving being. You yourself are a loving being. I don't know you personally, probably, but I know that's factually true. You are a loving being, because we're all loving beings. So you can imagine another loving being loving you if all else fails. So I'll be quiet for a few moments here as you explore and keep creating sanctuary in your own mind for the experience of feeling loved, helping it grow, feeling loved, and having the sense of feeling loved sink into you. almost every human has been loved there are unfortunately a few who haven't but almost every human therefore almost everyone if not everyone in this room has been loved that's the fact it's okay to let that good fact become a good experience of feeling loved Okay? And then extending this experience, whatever it is that's there for you, that we've explored, of feeling loved and liked, appreciated, seen and included, extending that as you can into a knowing of connectedness with others, with life, with the mind streams of others, with the whole world inhaling oxygen that's produced by plants. It's just a kind of knowing or feeling of connection, being linked in ways large and small to a larger whole, such that you're already connected, and there's not a need to crave connection, to grasp for connection. There's already a fullness, a realness of extraordinary interbeing, as Thich Nhat Hanh calls it, that's already here. Taking a moment to be aware of this conceptually, And then, as you can, helping it become more and more of a knowing and experiencing. In this interbeing, there may well be an awareness of your own lovingness, your own warm-heartedness, your own good wishes, your own compassion and kindness, your own lovingness, love coming in, love flowing out. All right, coming back. Certainly okay to continue to experience whatever qualities of wholeheartedness have, have arisen here. Um, I thought we could take probably about 10 more minutes to talk about relationship territory, you know, and, and issues, disturbances in the force, if you will, with regard to equanimity in the interpersonal field. And then we'll go out to some of the Buddhist more radical teachings about orienting to experience without adding anything, and I'll finish with a brief practice with you. So, um, let's see, Linda? You didn't get that. Oh, yes. Okay, so segmented, and now we'll do another one, okay?